Hello and welcome to the Proxima Weekly Debrief. This is your host, Maura Murphy, reporting to you from New York. First up today in New York, New York State's city of Rochester has launched a Community Choice Aggregation, or CCA, program to leverage the buying power of Rochester's gas and electric utility customers to secure locally sourced renewable energy. The city has selected Jewel Assets to serve as program administrator, and the implementation plan for Rochester Community Power has been approved by the New York State Public Service Commission. Also in New York, Equinor proposes to locate its onshore manufacturing facilities at the Port of Albany should its bid for capacity in New York's 2.5 gigawatt offshore wind solicitation prove successful. As part of New York State's Energy Research and Development Authority's nice service solicitation, bidders were required to submit multi-port infrastructure and investment plans, and Equinor will partner with wind industry manufacturers Marmon and Wellcon to produce offshore wind towers and transition pieces for the project. Um, just to quickly plug here about NYSERDA, um, NYSERDA's uh, acting CEO and president, Doreen Harris, will be speaking at our US Power and Renewables Conference, which is happening this week, the 17th to the 19th. Um, if you are a developer or fund or institutional investor, you can attend the event for free. Um, but you know, you'd be able to reach out to Doreen and ask her directly a little bit more um, about the uh, the offshore wind bid in New York. Highly recommend it. Uh, moving on from New York to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's Public-Private Transportation Partnership Board has authorized the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, or PennDOT, to solicit proposals to design, build, operate, and maintain selected bridges under 20 to 30-year P3 concession agreements. PennDOT has not identified specific bridges, yet delivery, but intends to include single and multi-bridge packages. Electronic tolling would be used to pay for improvements with any excess revenue applied to other road and bridge projects. The agency generates the bulk of its highway and bridge funding through gas taxes, but a steady erosion of revenue in recent years due in part to the more fuel-efficient vehicles has resulted in a funding gap of more than $8.1 billion. Further in transit, we're going to be moving up a little bit towards Canada. Infrastructure Ontario and Metrolinx have selected OnTrack or ONTrack Alliance as the successful proponent to advance the design of the Union Station Enhancement Project uh, in Toronto. The upgrade of the Union Station Transit Hub will accommodate increased capacity as part of the planned expansion of GO Transit Rail Service. The consortium is made up of a construction joint venture of Kiwit and Alberti, designer WSP Canada, and Mass Electric Construction Canada for signaling work. IO and Metrolinx expect to reach financial close in autumn of 2021. So congrats to the team there. Moving uh, around the world to China, Manulife Investment Management has acquired a minority stake in Hong Kong-based private equity infrastructure investment manager Albumen Capital Partners and has an option to take majority ownership in the future. Albumen focuses investments in renewable energy, data centers, and other power-intensive infrastructure assets in China. Manulife already operates in China through its Manulife Investment Shanghai Limited Company, um, Manulife Sinochem Life Insurance, and Manulife TEDA Fund Management Company. 
Album and Capital Partners is in the process of applying to the Securities and Futures Commission in Hong Kong for Type 4 and Type 9 licenses, allowing it to advise on securities and manage assets. Our last official story for today is on Japan's Ministry of Economy. Uh, their Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry has allocated 368 megawatts of capacity in its 750 megawatt sixth solar auction at an average price of 11.49 Japanese yen per kilowatt hour, which is the equivalent of about 11 cents USD. The 255 projects selected ranged in size from 300 kilowatts to 68.6 megawatts. The previous fifth auction held in January awarded 39.8 megawatts of projects at an average price of 12.57 Japanese yen. And lastly, I want to round up today um, just on a quick note, as I had mentioned earlier about the US Power and Renewables event, uh, which I produced um, over the past few months. This is a three-day extravaganza, uh, really meant to talk about the, the future of the U.S. power markets and to kind of reflect on the type of resiliency that the U.S. power market has been able to withstand over the, the past few months and kind of what we can look forward to uh, in the uh, months and years to come. So I do, again, really recommend everyone listening in to uh, take a minute and see if you can um, sign up and check in. This is uh, will be hosted on our own virtual event platform, which I'm very excited about. Um, you'll actually be able to reach out to other people that are in the event. You'll be able to set up your own meeting rooms and video chat with other attendees um, and really get a much more in-person experience um, that you might not have been able to experience yet this year. Uh, and with that, I'm signing off and uh, hope that you enjoy. Have a great day.